Hey, 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 everybody. It's your girl, Leah T. Porter, and I'm coming to you with a new episode of I'm Making Moves Podcast, where we are dedicated to helping you make moves in business, life, culture, education, and the arts. Hey, 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 everyone. It's Leah T. Porter, and we're here with another episode of I'm Making Moves. And today we have a guest, Miss Ari Smith. How you doing, Miss Ari? I am doing really awesome today. It is a little gloomy here in New Orleans, but okay. <laughs> Look, I know it's it's gloomy here. I think Louisiana is just like a gloomy state today because I feel like everywhere is just like a dark cloud, but not too dark. <laughs> but thank you so much for joining us on I'm Making Moves podcast. I'm so excited to have you. Let me say this first. I've been admiring Ari from afar for years. <laughs> <laughs> I've been... um been following her for for a few years and just have been in awe of your just your consistency your push we actually judged a a high school dance team a couple of years ago together at Northwest High School you probably don't remember but years ago (laughs) years ago we uh we judged their high school dance team uh tryouts and ever since then you know I've just been following you and I mean just your your level of of just you know just going for it girl I just have to commend you and say like you're doing it <laughs> like you're making moves literally and figuratively <laughs> making moves yeah so you you we've been connected since before the weight loss and my entrepreneurship so this is definitely going to be a fun conversation yeah I know because you're a dancer too which we, we have to get into that Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm excited because, you know, I, I haven't talked to any dancers yet on the show. So <laughs> I'm excited to have that conversation. But just give us some information about uh, about you, Ari, like introduce yourself. Um, you know, tell us a little bit about your life, your upbringing, your background. Yes. Well, hello, everyone. Um, I'm super excited to be here. Um, just a little bit about me. I grew up dancing, as we've already sort of mentioned. So that was my thing. You know, everybody has a thing and, and dance was my thing all the way through college. So started dancing really young and then was successful in, you know, pursuing dance to and through college. Um, it paid for me to go to school. So that was really awesome. I danced at Southern University and was a dancing doll. And um, I also got my degree in in science and biology and went on to I was a classroom teacher for a while a lot of people some people know that a lot of people don't but yeah I taught in the classroom for a while and then I also have a couple other degrees in forensics and crime scene investigation so yeah yeah, I was in school a lot I'm a nerd (laughs) people don't know that either I am a big nerd so y'all are learning a lot about me um (laughs) science nerd so did some work in that space for a while um but then you know my transition started to happen where I needed to be in a job in a space that allowed me to pour into myself because as a classroom teacher and in school all the time and all those things, I didn't have a lot of time and energy to dedicate to myself, which is how I found myself 80 pounds overweight and finally insulin resistance and high cholesterol and all the things. Um, And so I took a huge pay cut and started working at a nonprofit, but that allowed me a lot of time to just pour into myself. And then and coming out of that space, I 
was successfully able to lose those 80 pounds and reverse my insulin resistance and high cholesterol. Um, and in that journey of, you know, just discovering who I am and what I want, I realized that I really want to support other women to do the same and not, you know, avoid the same pitfalls that I did. So now coming through all of that, I am um, now I'm a full-time fitness coach and health coach. And so I support other women on their weight loss and weight maintenance journeys to have successful, healthy lives. That is great. You know, I, I really, uh, I can connect with uh, being a school teacher and not having enough time <laughs> yes. because that's where I am right now. I'm actually a school teacher. I'm a special education school teacher here in Lafayette at my alma mater, Northside High School. And that is the trouble that I'm having right now like having the time to like pour into myself and everything else that I'm doing school takes up so much of your time <laughs> and even outside of work. And I think that's the thing. A lot of people, you know, they say, Oh, well, teachers get the summers off and all those other things, but you're bringing a lot of that work home with you. You have to oh, prepare yeah. for your students outside of the classroom time, grading work, talking to parents. I mean, there's so many things that lead up to being a really great teacher. And a lot of that work takes place outside of the school building. And that takes a lot of time away from you and what you need for yourself. How was that making that decision? Cause I do feel like there's a lot of women, right? That have, let's say like a regular nine to five full-time job that takes up a lot of their time, but they're, you know, entrepreneurs, small business owners, and they're afraid to kind of make that leap into something that might be a lower, you know, pay. Yeah, but really free up their time to really devote to the things that they're passionate about, the things that they really want to do. What was really your, I guess, push to make that decision? My my health was my biggest push. Mm-hmm. I realized not only in the classroom was I suffering physically, but I was really battling with going into a job that I wasn't happy in every day. Like I was at some point, you know, my last year teaching, I was pulling up to school in tears every day just because of the stress and anxiety from work and and the amount of work. I was teaching two different grades, seventh and eighth grade science, two different subjects, preparing for all of those classes. And it was just, I was overwhelmed. And I knew that if, you know, I allowed myself to continue in that space, I would never be where I am today. Had I stayed in the classroom, I wouldn't be here now. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think people have to, especially teachers, we have to look at the whole picture. It's not just about the money. How is your physical health? How is your mental health? Yeah. How is your emotional health? You know, and if all of if any of those, more than one of those is under attack, you got to look at, you know, a way to, to ease that because stress and anxiety will kill you. And yes. I was on the I was on a really, really dark path like in that space. And I had to make a really hard decision. And I took a $20,000 pay cut. And that's not easy to do. Luckily, I was in a relationship at that time. You know, I was living with my now, you know, we're not together now, but I was living with my boyfriend at the time. And bills were a, a lot easier for me mm-hmm. to do that. But, you know, and I knew I made the right decision because it never felt like I took a $20,000 pay cut. I was still able to enjoy my life and do what I needed to do, but I gained back so much time and mental health that it never felt like I took a pay cut. So you, you know, got more than just like the money. Yeah. And I think that's so important for a lot of people to hear because I feel like there's a lot of people, like I said, I'm in that, that position where I do feel like that. And it's kind of scary. It's, it's kind of fearful to let go of something that number one is paying the bills <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that number two, it, you have that comfortable 
you know, you're comfortable in it and you're just afraid to kind of let go. So I find that really inspiring that you decided to put your your mental health before having that extra twenty thousand dollars a year. You know, yep. and I, and especially with especially with health, like, and that's why we're here, right? Today, talking about your amazing journey in health, girl. Eighty pounds. Look, <laughs> I lost fifty pounds uh, over the course of three years. I've lost fifty pounds. That's awesome. And look, eighty pounds, girl. That's thirty extra pounds. Like fifty, losing fifty pounds was hard. Yeah. <laughs> what, not easy. yeah, it's not. You know, and what was your journey like before you got to that point? Uh, Because I feel like everybody kind of has this journey where you're trying to lose weight. I know I was like that. I like three or four years, maybe even longer. I was trying so hard to lose weight, but I just didn't have, you know, the mental strength yet to do it. Like, what was your journey like before you got to that point of really changing? Yeah, I I posted on my Instagram a a little while ago, um, like pictures from a few years. It was like, 2014, 15, 16, 17. It was like this idea that it's not going to happen overnight. I went through that space for probably a good 10 years of trying, you know? Um, And I like to tell people that because people see my success that I got in a year. And they think that's it. And and think like, oh, she just decided that day. And that was it. No, I tried for years, you know, I would start and I would stop. I would start and I would stop. Um, And I had got to the point where, I wanted to just see what would happen if I didn't give up this time. You know, I had just really hit a wall where I said, I got to stop making all of these excuses. Like I, my, my life was compounded with excuses. Mm-hmm. Well, I have school. I have to grade my papers. I have to plan. I have to, you know, chaperone this thing. Like it was so many excuses and none of those um, excuses that I was making were for myself. They were all for other things. Again, pouring into everything and everybody else, which is how I also made the decision to up and move my life across the country. I moved to uh, Virginia in 2017 because everything I was doing in Louisiana wasn't for me. And I needed to be in a space that allowed me to focus on myself. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, I tried for so long. So if you're out there and you started 10,000 times, trust me, I know I've tried every diet. Somebody will say like, oh, have you ever tried this? I'm like, yes, I've tried everything from eating 500 calories a day to drinking lemon water and apple cider vinegar and (laughs) pepper, Um, you know, working out twice a day. I've tried everything, but I think it's important to find that, that balance of things that works for you. For me, um, it ended up being just taking it one day at a time. And I also started to focus on my mental health and like how I talked to myself and loved myself first. I had to find the reasons that my health was important before I just wanted to lose weight because I was in a wedding or lose weight because, you know, I didn't like how I looked in these jeans today. And so all of that motivation was very fleeting. So I had to find something that stuck with me. Um, And like I said, my mental health was really at a rough spot that last year of teaching. And so I decided to focus there and getting really good at loving myself allowed me to see the value in being a healthier person overall. Most definitely. Um, And I think especially because I uh, what I'm hearing from you so much right now is focusing on yourself. Like you've said that so many times. And I think that is so important, not just for women, but for anybody, because oftentimes we feel especially for women and black women, like we feel like focusing on ourselves is us um, 
you know, saying no to everybody else, which we have this huge complex with, with saying no, right? But I feel like once we are able to put the focus on ourselves, we're able to give so much more of ourselves to people, whether it be our kids, our family, you know, our spouses, people that we work with, environments that we're in. Um, so mental health is a really, I think, a really big deal. How does it play a part in your business? So we focus a lot on mental, the mental piece. Mm-hmm. I focus a lot on that with my clients because there's always an underlying reason. I was talking to a client recently who has been struggling with binge eating. And she was like, well, I just like food. I'm like, that's not why you're binge eating. You know, like that Mm -hmm. feeling, what you're getting is rooted into something else. And once we got down to it, it was, you know, her and her husband are trying to have a baby and that, and it's been difficult trying to get the weight off to have a successful pregnancy. I'm like, that's the root, right? And so we get really caught up in, you know, what's on the surface level when sometimes we have to dig a little deeper and I push all of my clients like past their, (laughs) past their comfort zones and just trying to figure out where are you struggling in your life? And then how is this impacting your healthy journey? Right. Um, And so even if outside of the clients, I work really closely with one-on-one, even my programs now, especially all my programs in 2021 will include a mental health piece. So my program that's out right now, my new year, better me challenge. I created a 10 day mental health journal. It prompts on ways to like increase your positivity, how to meditate, how to like, what, what, what do you focus on when you stretch your body? like learning how to listen to your body and what your body needs. And so that is a huge focus um, for us going into 2021. Um, but it's also, it's been a huge focus for all of my clients because you got to get strong mentally. You're, you, when your mind is strong, your body will follow. Yes, indeed. And I think that's so unique that you're adding that mental health component to your program because I've, I haven't done many programs, but the ones that I've done in the past have not had that that component where you're really diving into, okay, why am I really having an issue with losing this weight? Or why do I have this weird relationship with food and really looking at it deeply? And I think that is so unique because we don't look at food like that, right? We look at food like this is something that I want. I'm hungry. I like to eat. I like food. No, oftentimes, like you said, it's, it's attached to something. Like I had to do some deep, Thinking where my overeating came from and like in college, I always suffered with anxiety. So right before a test, a big assignment, a project, I would be eating like crazy because I was nervous Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I found comfort in that. So I appreciate you, you know, allowing your self-work that you've done to pour into, you know, the business aspect of, of health and wellness and really dig deeper into why people make the decisions that they make when it comes to food. And speaking of your business, which we haven't even really spoke about yet, you took your struggles. And when I say struggles, I don't mean this like in a negative way, but no, you took not your at struggles all. Of, of, you know, of weight loss, of all these things that you've went through for years and you turn it into a full blown business, which <laughs> is dope. Like I said, girl, you making moves, girl. <laughs> Like, did you like at any point, like at what point did you say in your journey, you know what, I want to I want to help other people that are just like me, other women, other men that are just like me and that are on my same journey? Like, what was the deciding factor for you? Yeah, I I wasn't even really 
I was doing a lot of, you know, people were DMing me, commenting. So I was doing a lot of this work just out of the love of talking about health and fitness, you Mm -hmm. know, after hitting my goals. Everybody was seeing my changes on social media and reaching out. Um, But actually a friend of mine who supports people in starting their their businesses, her name's Erica. She has a program called the Millennial School of Business. She reached out. We went to Southern together. She said, have you thought about helping people like having a program? And I was like, not really. Um, So she she, I I always credit her because she she planted Mm -hmm. that initial seed. And what we did was. Um, just started with a small group. I had 20 women in, in my first group, offered them coaching services and, and helped them lose weight. And from that small group, I realized like, I really want to do this. And I really want to figure out a way to do this on a bigger scale and help more people. Yeah. And I was doing it on the side while still working at the nonprofit that I was in. Um, and then ultimately living in the DMV area, which is like way crazy, too expensive. I'm like, okay, (laughs) I felt like a shift was happening. Like my life had a lot of things happening and a lot of changes were happening. So I ended up moving back down to New Orleans and um, was furloughed at the onset of coronavirus on April 3rd. And then said, you know, like literally I was sad for maybe three seconds and said, you know, I've been doing this on the side. I had two programs at that time and was selling my resistance bands and said, well, maybe this is God's way of showing me that I can do this full time. Mm -hmm. And I uh, launched my web, my new website, rebranded everything, redid a whole new website, whole new membership service, online gym in 10 days. Wow. Um, So April 13th, (laughs) I launched Area Renee Fitness, like what people see today, the business people see now was was really inspired out of the furlough um, and taking a bet on myself. And so Mm -hmm. I have been successful in doing what I love to do every day. Um, and it's so crazy to think we'll be coming on a, up on a year this year. Um, wow. Yeah. It's like so crazy, but we're, we'll be coming up on a year. And I just really, I've been doing a lot of talking about health and fitness, but also a lot of talking about entrepreneurship. And mm-hmm. sometimes you just got to really allow life to, to move you. I had to take my hands off of the reins after that furlough and say like, okay, what, do I do now? And I had been wanting to to take my business to the next level for a while um, and seize the opportunity. And here I am today. I mean, that is, that's great. Uh, I look, I admire you. <laughs> like really, because I can tell that you're a person that you are really pouring into yourself. And like I said, I feel like that's a, a place where we all fall short. I know that's where I fall short of really pouring into myself and having the confidence to step out on faith and say, you know what, God has given me the sign. So let me go ahead and take what I have and make it into a full-time business for myself. So I think that's, that is extremely inspiring. And I feel like a lot of people look up to you for that, you know, for that reason, because like I said, I'm a person that I we don't know each other personally. But like I said, I've been following you for years. Mm-hmm. And I've been, you know, on the side clapping like, yes, girl, you do it. You go ahead. You do it. Like, thank you. So yeah, so it's so great to see. Just um, can you share with us any challenges that you've kind of been through? um, Like on your journey to entrepreneurship? Anything? Oh, wow. Yeah. 
I like to say this. So my platform is rooted in honesty. Um, if anybody's out there and you aren't aware of my platform, it's I'm always talking about my struggles, whether it be if I don't want to work out today or whatever it is. And I'm trying to also now do the same thing in the land of entrepreneurship because it can look really nice and beautiful and glamorous for me to not have to clock in, you know, and for me to be able to live the life that I want and travel and all the things. But it is a hard thing. And I think you often have to remind yourself of why you started because there will be days where you kill it. You know, there are some days I crush it and have 15 women uh, or people take one of my programs or or purchase one. And then there are days where there are zero people, you know, and those days can be hard where you say, well, well, what am I doing? You start to blame yourself or, you know, you start to doubt yourself. And um, so I have days like that. There was one day when my website crashed and I was like, what is happening? Um, I didn't know what was going on. I had women DMing and emailing, like, I can't log in to work out. So that, like, there were days like that. And then there've been days where I've had to face some tough decisions around, you know, um, making investments in my business. Like, do I, I had literally, I had a friend text me one day about a trip to Egypt this year. And then at the same time, I had a really amazing opportunity to join my mentor in a very close knit group to grow my business, um, to scale my business even bigger. But both of those cost money and I had to choose and I chose to sow into my business and continue to bet on me in 2021. Um, And so there are sacrifices, you know, so this idea of, you know, there, there will be hard days where you have to continuously remind yourself of why you're doing this. So on days I get zero sales, I'm like, okay, why am I doing this? Great. Now, what do I do to get past this hump? I'm always thinking about what's next and not letting myself get caught up on, well, oh, this is so bad or this is sad. It's like, no, okay, I didn't make zero sales today. Why? Was I not present on social today? Did mm-hmm. I, do I, have I not sent an email out in a while? Have I been missing from my YouTube channel? Like what is happening that's, that's slowing my sales? So always solutions oriented. Um, And then continuing to bet on myself, like my business is my top priority right now. And when I have opportunities to grow it, scale it, make it better, make it bigger, then I'm going to do that. And if that means I have to choose between going to brunch today and going to buy a new piece of equipment for my, you know, to make my videos better, then I'm going to do that. Um, And so people have to know that there will be some sacrifices that you have to make um, to make your business successful. And then you can't get caught up on when the days are rough. You just have to keep pushing through because when success is on the other side of failure. Yes, it is. In the moment, (laughs) if you stop, like if I stopped and gave up when my website crashed that day, one, I wouldn't have learned how to fix it. I fixed it. I was able to fix it on my own. I wouldn't have learned how to fix it. And then all the women who had joined me would have left me, would have left and I would have no longer had a business. So Remember that success is on the other side of failure. So when you feel like you're failing, push through that and success is right on the other side. Most definitely. Well, I, like I said, I commend you for all the hard work and just your consistency, um, which you stand for. I think you're doing an absolutely phenomenal job and you're right. Entrepreneurship is not easy. It's not glamorous. I know social media tends to make our, you know, our thoughts and our minds think otherwise, but it's not an easy job. But last question, Ari, if there's one piece of advice, I love, um, you know, working with young women, young people, if there's one piece of advice that you can give young people, what would it be? To never lose sight of your dreams. Um, 
because as we get older, people try to take our dreams from us. You think about all the things you wanted to do when you were 10 or 15 even, you know, Mm -hmm. and then life begins to happen and becomes more important to just work and get a job and just make money and, you know, lose sight of this whimsical, wonderful world that we live in. And I would push anybody to just hold on to that. You were given those dreams, those ideas, and those visions for a reason. And God, the universe, whatever you believe in, would not give you those if they were not supposed to happen. Um, So you cannot give up on the dreams and ideas that you have. I like to tell people the story of like, either Henry Ford or Steven Spielberg, like Steven Spielberg snuck into, (laughs) he snuck onto a lot of a movie film and like pretended that he worked there, you know, like manifested his life. He was on a tour, jumped off the, the, the tour, dressed in a suit and pretended that he worked in the, the movie or that was shooting at the time. And then eventually they like let him stay to help out. And then now we know the Steven Spielberg we know today. So you got to be willing to go after what you want and never, ever, ever give up. Like there's never going to be a day where I give up on error and a fitness, where I give up on healthy, not skinny, where I give up on my dance cardio programs that we're rolling out now. Like there will never be a day where I give up on that because this was given to me for a reason. Um, And I'll leave, I tell people, I, I, be a personal trainer or fitness instructor god wanted me to and he called me to this and so now it's my duty to stay in it and so when you're called to do something no matter how hard it gets never give up well thank you so much ari for joining us again you are making boss moves girl you make <laughs> boss moves making dance moves you making fitness moves you make hey. all the moves that we need to be inspired anything that you have coming up that you want to share with us or anything that you want to you know ask people your ask for today? (laughs) Well, one, I want to ask people to really take a look, you know, into their lives and and figure out what makes you happy and what makes you healthy. And if there are things in your life and around you that aren't contributing to your happiness and your healthiness, then you got to remove those things, no matter how hard it is, because your health is important and you are important. So that's my first ask, like be the healthiest, happiest person that you can be. Um, And then secondly, if you're interested in, you know, trying to start your health journey, if you're struggling and don't know where to begin, you can always visit us at um, airene.com and that's A-I-R-E-E. R-E-N-E-E.com. And we have programs. Um, At this point, we have our challenge that's still rolling all year long. We have a dance cardio program um, that is out in our glutes and abs program. So there's something for everyone. So come to our website, check us out. And then we're always running live uh, dance cardio bounce and burn classes. So you can also check the site for, for updated um, schedule of what cities we're, we're in and what dates and, you know, purchase tickets to join us because those live classes are super awesome. And I also do live classes on my Instagram on Saturday. They're shorter. They're like 25, 30 minutes. And the live classes in person are um, an hour, but we just have a ton. My goal is to meet people where they are. So if you are out there, you need support, you can DM me on Instagram. You can check out the website, but we have what you need to get you living your healthiest, happiest life. Well, you heard it from Ms. R. Get at her if you are trying to start your weight loss journey or if you are just wanting to be a healthier and happier person. Again, thank you so much, Ari. Thank you for having me. I'm so humbled and so honored. I appreciate you so much. Thank you. No problem, girl.